I'm really excited about this week's podcast. We have Tatiana, nutritionist in the house. How are you? Good, how are you? Very well. And we're going to tackle a really simple topic for people out there today along the lines of can people really only absorb 30 grams of protein at once? <laughs> let's, let's get in and rip in and have a chat about that. Yeah. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, and healthy. And we're going to throw protein chats on there. We're going to talk a few myths. We're going to talk a little bit about what is protein, why do you need it, how to use it, how to pick one. Yeah. There's a lot of things we can talk about. But one of the big things I hear people say all the time, Oh, you can only absorb, and that, it's probably driven by the supplement industry. I don't know. We look at a, a traditional protein is anywhere from a, you know a fifteen gram to probably a thirty gram, unless you're talking like a gainer. Yeah. Can we only absorb thirty grams of protein at once, Tatiana? No, you can absorb a lot more than that. So it, why aren't we smashing protein? Because if you have too much as well, you end up not absorbing it properly. The whole idea with protein to make sure you're getting the most out of it is split between your meals. So I'm not saying you can only. Have have 30 but having 30 every meal will make your your diet throughout the day a lot better you can definitely absorb more than 30 grams it will depend on your metabolism your weight and all of that but yeah it's not it's not straightforward so, so let's talk about a office worker 75 kilos slamming down a 30 gram protein drink where are we at with that i know there's some guidelines we're not talking guidelines i'm talking yeah. like the science yeah. In terms of, is he going to absorb the 30 grams? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And we'll help with hunger control, we'll help with muscle synthesis, it will help with a lot of different things, and it also brings calories as well. We need to remember that. Going back to basics, protein is a micronutrient. That means that every gram has four calories. So it is it is a source of energy as well. We need to remember that. So what happens if we do, say I'm a 75 kilo office worker, female, let's make them female as well, Yeah. and I have 40 grams of protein. You you still absorb that. Yeah. Uh, if your body doesn't need it, it will get rid of it. So yeah, it will it will go to to waste if your body doesn't need it. But forty grams will definitely be needed, and yep. your body needs it. Um, just as I said, energy source, then muscle synthesis. It needs it in so many different ways to produce hormones, produce enzymes. So your body needs needs protein in so many different aspects of your biochemistry that you you it will be used. So what are the what are the downfalls of somebody having too much protein and how do we just okay how do we validate what is too much protein? I think it goes down to how you're feeling as well. Like, of course if you have 300 grams of protein in one meal you might feel a little sick and it might come back up so maybe not but it, there it, might be a few organs that didn't like that either. Yeah exactly. It's it comes down to how you feel feeling as well like if you're feeling a lot of people feel bloated if they have way too much protein as well they don't um the digestive enzymes are just a bit different so it's not it's not as easily absorbed as carbohydrates for example so it takes a little bit longer for your body to break it down so you might feel your stomach a little bit heavier as well it comes down to the time you're eating it you might not feel too comfortable eating too much protein for uh, a workout for example so it, you have to remember that your body needs to break it down absorb it and that takes a little while and see what how it goes throughout your day and what you need it for as well. Okay. So if I'm um, thinking, gee, I, I want to get fitter, I want to lose some weight, you know, the typical things that roll across the desk every day when people are chatting um, while having a coffee, do, and everyone talks about high protein, low carb, like that's a fairly standard yeah. thing. To, and I know nutritionist dietitians, that's a no, no, we don't talk high protein, low carb. 
yeah. as the solution because we don't, what do you want to say instead of me? We don't leave out food groups. Yeah. Why is protein important in that process? Okay, so if we're talking about weight loss, protein, one of the reasons that protein is the micronutrient, so between carbs, fat, and protein. When I started studying, actually, we used to say that it was fat because of the energy content in fat, but we found that protein is actually the one that will make you full up for longer. So protein also has a higher thermic effect. That means that um, your body will use calories to break down protein. So if you're thinking of it's about 20% of the calories you consume. So say you eat 100 grams of carbohydrates, for example, about 5% of that will be used to actually break down carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. With proteins, about 20%, which is massive. So um, that means that the energy you're consuming in terms of calories, you're actually burning it as well for your body to be able to absorb that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah. So that was one of the things. So it will make you fuller for longer, but it also makes your body work a little bit harder for your food. Yep. The other thing is protein synthesis and um, protein repair. Do you want to explain to us what protein synthesis actually is? Because that's that's the godfather of everything we want, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you exercise, you will have micro damage on your muscle fibers, uh, which is not a bad thing. So it, it's the normal, and you feel a little bit sore, and that's okay. From that little damage, um, they really micro when I'm like microscopic damage. You your body will have sort of like a um, reaction to it and we'll send protein there to repair that. When you do that, you usually grow more than what you had before. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, think of like a broken table and you patch it up and it's a little bit bigger. So that's why we always talk about muscle synthesis, repair and muscle growth because they all work together and that will depend on your calorie intake, your type of training is very important as well. But that's why we're always talking about synthesis. So synthesis is formation. When we talk about synthesis, we're talking about putting it uh, amino acids together to make it into protein to make it into the muscle that makes sense so you need protein for that as well Um, you need amino acids available in your blood system to be sent to do the repair of the muscles and uh, the other thing is energy as well so you're consuming energy through um, your protein and it's very important for your diet so in terms of weight loss protein has gained such a massive uh, attention and and carbohydrate fell through because everyone thinks of carbohydrate Hydrate and forming fat, or we can get into that. But protein has been the lifesaver of everyone trying to lose weight because it provides energy, makes you full, but it also helps with muscle growth. So yep. you're not losing muscle because a lot of people have that fear of just really slimming down and losing muscle with it, which can happen if you're not, if your calories aren't balanced and your training isn't balanced and really working together with your diet. But is that, it's just making sure that you're losing weight, but you're also either maintaining your muscle mass or increasing your. And that's that's the end goal, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people actually have a lot of muscle mass and all they need is to cut down a little bit of a few kilos of um, fat and you you like you look shredded and it's yeah. not a lot of weight that you need to lose. A lot of people need to lose more weight, but then when they do, they're not as toned and then that doesn't feel great either. So the idea is really – and uh, the more muscle you have, the more energy your body will burn as well. I feel like I'm talking a lot. It's not quiet. You are talking a lot. 
it's actually interesting. <laughs> so the more the more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism will will be. So that means that your body will be burning more fat, more energy and fat as well throughout the day because it's using a lot of energy to maintain that muscle mass. So that's why when we talk about weight loss as well, you want to make sure you're not losing a lot of muscle because you don't want to slow down your metabolism either. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So w- when we talk about proteins, are they all created equal? No. So we have the dairy proteins, which has been the leading sort of sports supplements. We now have a lot of good quality plant proteins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they are created, yeah, they're they different. It, it depends where they come in terms of uh, milk and cheese production as well. Um, but they're not all the same. Mm-hmm. So from a basic perspective, our whey proteins are fast. Yeah. What does that mean? Whey proteins absorbed faster by your body. So, so just absorption, that's the only difference? Do you get better protein synthesis? Is there other things we need to look at here? Um, No, it's it's not necessarily. No, the the milk protein concentrate, yes, we found that it um, helps with um, protein synthesis yep. a little bit better. Because that's more like milk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it has the, the bones of with minerals as well. It's, it's We call it native. the native form of the yep. protein. So the whey protein and the casein protein, they come from the protein production of cheese. Yep. So when you start making cheese, you're going to get the milk and you're going to put acids and the enzymes there to to make it into cheese. Whey protein will be so It's a byproduct. Yeah. So you you're going to have that curd, which is like the coagulation of it. The water, the liquid that is left is going to be your whey protein. So from there, we dry it and we have the powder. Yep. The curd will be the casein protein. When you have whey, uh, whey is just um, doesn't coagulate, so it's fa- it absorption is a lot faster. Okay, cool. So your body still needs to break down the protein into amino acids to go into your blood system. We say that whey protein will last on your blood system amino acid, in terms of amino acids about 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. after you consume it, whereas um, the casein protein, the same way that it does when we have the like, production of cheese, that it produces that curd, it will do the same once it hits your stomach and your stomach acids. So your body will take longer to break it down and absorb it. So we talk about having up to five to six hours of amino acids going through your body after you have casein protein. Okay. So that's why we talk about like straight after your workout, if you're looking at muscle recovery and you need something fast, you go whey protein. If you're looking at um, getting into a fast period, for example, when you go to bed, you look at casein because then it's going to last longer in your system and it will help with muscle recovery and, and synthesis throughout the night. Yeah, nice. Hi, I'm Tom Green, Olympic champ from Tokyo. And if you want the best tasting protein bars on the market, you should try the new Body Science Moose range. Greg, you better be testing these. Mate, they're getting drug tested, got you covered. So, You've mentioned that we eat protein or we drink protein and it turns into amino acids. Yeah. Where does all that happen? What does that mean? Okay. So a protein, so you have lots of amino acids together and they will form proteins. Mm-hmm. And then from like from proteins, you have bigger proteins like our muscles, for example. Amino acids, so the proteins will start being broken down on your stomach mm-hmm. and they will be absorbed in your intestine. So And absorption is where it's all at. Like that's the important part of this process. So if you've got a sick stomach or you, you don't have a healthy diet, 
Yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely, and we have a lot of issues with people who have, for example, any gut issues, um, severe gut issues, or had had surgeries. Sometimes we need to supplement them in a different way because if you're not getting absorption properly through your guts, um, you're not absorbing it at all. Mm-hmm. So it's the the whole um, digestive system, and that goes for all vitamins and minerals and everything, and especially protein needs to be healthy for you to be absorbing that. Otherwise, is I'm sorry, it's just gonna come out on the other side. Yeah, no, and and not in a nice way either. Yeah. What? So we often use digestive enzymes yeah. in proteins, yeah, and and that's because there were some pretty nasty proteins rolling around for a while and people couldn't tell the difference between a good and a bad one. Yeah. So or brands like us, we just put good digestive enzymes in there to make sure nobody has any issues. That, yeah. And I don't get a lot of reported issues from our proteins, to be really honest. But where where's everything happening there? So I've got, I'm, I'm consuming, and we use Digizyme, that's my favorite. Yeah. So you're consuming Digizyme, where... Where and when is that digestive enzyme actually doing what it's meant to? In your stomach as well. Yeah. yeah. So it will just make it easier on your stomach. If you think of how we used to take protein 15 years ago, you take protein, you have to sit down for at least half an hour. <laughs> and I think that's it's that is the difference. And I always tell my um, patients and as well and athletes that straight after your workout, for example, your body will struggle a little bit if you have like a protein like five minutes after the workout and you're still hot and sweating because of your body temperature your your stomach won't be able to digest it as well so yeah i think that's the difference is um you mean quickly don't you yeah yeah you just told us before it will digest any amount of protein sorry so you, you just said after training, if you're still hot like yeah. you, and you drink a protein, you have a bit of trouble digesting your protein. Yeah. So, but we spoke earlier to say that you will digest all your protein. Are you talking about you won't get oh. the fast benefit of the digestion? Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So what I mean is that you're not going to digest it as well as in it's going to sit in your stomach. Your stomach is not going to send it so anywhere until it's So you're not going to get optimal down. recovery? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying it will eventually, but yep. you feel you might feel sick. So you feel sick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just sits in your stomach your stomach your blood flow will be going into your muscles and your stomach is not important at that point because you're just exercising your blood flow is going yeah yeah, it's going to other parts of your body so it's just going to sit in your stomach until your stomach is ready to start doing that work the digestive enzymes will come in uh, ready to go so they come with the protein already and then they start that digestive um, process process. yeah okay do they do they help with protein synthesis yeah they do or they they the breaking down of the protein is just better done speeds up that process (laughs) yeah it will it will make sure it's broken down properly because if your stomach's not working well or depending on what you ate before sometimes your stomach doesn't do a great job of breaking down the protein to release the amino acid Um, making sure you're having the digestive enzymes would just yeah it's just it just makes that process easier and we're making sure that all the protein we're consuming is actually getting broken down properly yeah nice so from a perspective of somebody who deals with a lot of athletes and you deal with a lot of athletes here at Body Science. Why do why does everyone come in here and talk protein first? I think protein one is expensive, so you can't walk around with little pieces of steak like yeah, throughout the day. Um, so it's something that everyone has always been really conscious of. It's something expensive, and I need to make sure I get it. And then secondly, we found through studies because protein powders and, and protein with exercise, apart from creatine, is one of the best studies uh, studied supplements yeah. in the market. We found that you actually need 
need to split it throughout the day. So if you didn't eat protein all day and then you have a massive steak at night, it's not going to work as well. So the athletes are very conscious that you need to have good portions of protein throughout the day. Again, you can't walk around with your steak in the bag. So it's it's just, it's hard to get it. So they're always trying to find ways of being able to have at least 20 to 30 grams of protein throughout the day. And that's when the protein powders are, can be really helpful because it's, it's easier, it's tasty, it's it's just easier to to make it that process a little bit, yeah. If you can't eat it, drink it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of um and you and you work in product development here at Body Science, so there's a lot of new concepts coming to the market from a lot of um, Australian sports nutrition companies yeah. in relation to how to consume your protein. protein. As as somebody who I mean you work here so you've got a you work in that process with me, but from your true clinical days and what you do in, in that other space that you play in, what do you think about companies like us doing all this type of thing where we're making protein convenient? It's great. So it's it's just become, and uh, I mean, we have to look at a lot of, I, we don't want to put pressure on anyone to like live off protein and, and spend more money than they used than to. They but if to, you, yep. yeah, if you have the money and the means, it's, it's it makes your life so much easier instead of having to, like get different grains with your yogurt and like you just pop a, a, a scoop of protein powder there and it makes it a lot easier so it's it's been helping athletes and everyday people in, in many ways it's just it's just easy and I think everyone is just so much more conscious of the importance of protein as well so I think it's it's a great market like we I know from being in here now because I worked on the other side how much work we do to make sure as we said digestive enzymes probiotics prebiotics to make sure people are not just having that protein powder anymore, but it's more a wellness thing. And it's really well incorporated with what we're trying to do in the market, really. So it's it's helping a lot of people. That's awesome. Hey, Tatiana, thanks for coming in today. It was awesome to do a little quick podcast on protein. We get asked a lot, why do I need protein? What is protein? What does protein do? How does protein work? And all that. And I think you nailed it. Yep, sounds good. Um, so I think just to close, whey protein is quick, casein protein is a bit slower. If you're looking at losing weight, especially in controlling hunger, uh, try the mix of the two. So you're making sure you're getting muscle recovery, but you're also having hunger control. Yeah. But if you're an elite athlete and you're just looking at something really quickly to make sure you're recovering muscles, whey protein is the way to go as well. So. And if I'm an athlete, vegan protein does its thing? Does. Yeah, it does. And our proteins, uh, our vegan protein is actually complete amino acid profile because that's the problem with plant protein sometimes. So you've got a full protein there, low carb as well also gluten free it's everything that we have good and we've always had it in our proteins we got it with our clean protein as well and I, and I love the fact that i think there's 10 proteins in our plant yeah protein. yeah and the reason we did that if i can yeah can, can i can i can yeah. i be in charge for a sec yeah yeah <laughs> The reason we did that is when you look at plant proteins, they are sometimes really tough on the gut yeah. in, in a different way to a way. For somebody, like if, if I was to smash some certain, like a pea protein, for example, I would blow up like yeah. a trumpet. You know yeah. what I mean? So what we did is we went and we, we mixed it with 10 different proteins to take that distress off the gut, makes for a smoother, nicer. Yeah. And the other thing as well that we're looking at is that, that so the plant proteins are never complete proteins because they don't have all the amino acids. Yeah. With the mix of the different proteins, we managed to get all the amino 
amino acids. And that's really important. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a lot of really uh, sustainable um, protein sources. We've got the fiber Here's where you come in. This is, this is your part. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Well, I think we did a really good job with this one, but it's um, it's just making sure that it's not just soy or just pea. we got fava There's bean, no soy actually in there. There's not soy. we got organic pea. We've got organic brown rice as well, but we've got fava bean. Chia. We've got sunflower, chia. Lots of different types. Yeah, yeah. so we've got 10 different types. So, But the most important thing is that amino acid profile that is complete as well, and we've got prebiotics well. Well, this is where I'm going to say you're wrong. The most important thing is taste. <laughs> yeah, we got, but that, that's easy. That's and you know easy what? Finally, plant proteins taste good. I mean, yeah, you, you can weigh them up against a, a whey protein these days. And what, what I'm having a lot is a lot of people asking for their kids because the kids are growing up and becoming really good athletes. This so is quickly. not the body science staff member talking now. This is now the qualified clinical nutritionist yeah. talking. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> ask me for for kids what protein they can take, and the clean protein. Is just our clean protein is just a really um, easy and, and it's not scary for the kids because it's super clean. It's it's made out of natural ingredients. It's not that our other ones aren't, but it's just an, for the kids they're loving it. Like, you love plant, like you're a plant person. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's for the kids is just amazing because that is that that they digest it well. They just put banana peanut butter and they like love it all day. Yeah, mm, healthy milkshake for them. So if um you're a parent out there want to give your child protein talk to a health professional first yes that's um and if you want to introduce young athletes and we're talking not young athletes we're talking athletes that can really drive um yeah. into proteins and that don't be afraid to contact the office and um chat with Taniana. yeah we uh, we do a lot of that in this space yeah yeah so thanks for coming on again that was really fun any new stuff coming we got the moose bars yeah they're pretty good so we had a podcast on the moose and so now we've got the moose, moose bars out moose bars are a dessert like yeah, they're, they're very still, different aren't they they're still low carb and still high look really high protein actually it was hard to get the protein up but they're absolutely delicious well, we, we, we actually dodge collagen there like yeah sorry we've said we're finishing we're still going to go <laughs> so my understanding of collagen is and I'm, I'm all about the bioactive peptides we use which yeah. have a specific use yeah so collagen itself isn't the best protein source in the no, world no. if you're using it for protein yeah. in your macros but from a perspective of what collagen can do it's epic like yeah uh, yeah to, to work with joints or um, yeah. tendons ligaments and that type of thing so when we're looking at our protein intake for the day we have to look at everything protein yeah yeah, yeah. and the yeah the way the laws work in australia so i'm gonna get a bit technical but when you look at even when you have your amino acids they are counted as protein on your label as well because they are so if you're having cre- three grams of creatine and it, that type of thing just it, take it all into account yeah exactly yeah but yeah the the bars are just delicious and again is what we were saying before it's a dessert but you're still getting 17 grams of protein with mm. like a delicious like piece of chocolate really and we got chocolate cookies and cream how's the biscuit base in them like it's so, good. so good yeah, it's, yeah i haven't seen anything like it before like they are well i'm told they're the first time they've ever been made so yeah game on they're really good so again we're just trying to bring protein into people's lives (laughs) yeah wow there you go and convenience and happiness yeah, and and that's it. I think I remember when I was a young swimmer, when I was about fourteen, like the first protein bars. Fourteen was what sixteen years ago. Oh, oh yeah. my god, I would chew that thing for so long. I've got it. I've been doing subs for twenty three years now. I've got this scar on the inside of my mouth when we were first getting protein bars back in two thousand and three. I think it was. Yeah. I remember we're trialing. I don't know if you can call them protein bars back then. They're just wads of whatever. <laughs> 
And I've got this thing where I had this protein bar and I was being a smart guy. This thing won't break. And then it broke and I just tore oh the absolute God. inside of my mouth, my teeth, because this thing was, it was like a it was horrible. Just leveraging it. it was, yeah. yeah. And these days you can put your front teeth on a bar and sink through. Like yeah. The, the technology so much better these days. Yeah. So lucky ours was too, not too old to have broken bars. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So everybody out there, stay fit, stay happy and stay healthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thank Tatiana. you. Thank you.